Larry Householder gets hit with more allegations of campaign finance shenanigans. Brook Park prosecutors, who apparently are unaware of the First Amendment, are trying to criminalize criticism of a nursing home posted on Facebook. And Ohio Governor Mike DeWine finally, finally gets behind the idea of mass vaccination centers for the coronavirus, relieving countless frustrated Ohioans of having to hunt on their own for a vaccine. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, March the 8th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Secretary of State Frank LaRose has filed more campaign finance charges against former House Speaker Larry Householder, accusing him in a letter to the Ohio Elections Commission on Friday of accepting contributions in 2019 and 2020 that exceeded per-donor limits from five different donors. In July, LaRose filed 162 charges against Householder and four others accused as part of a House Bill 6 scandal, and Attorney General General Dave Yost in October filed a campaign finance charge against Householder for using $950,000 of his campaign funds to pay for his criminal defense lawyers. Of course, the campaign violation charges pale in comparison to the racketeering indictment Householder faces in federal court, where he is accused of masterminding a $60 million bribery scheme to pass legislation to take billions of dollars from average Ohioans and give it to First Energy Corporation with no strings. Brook Park prosecutors are making a serious attack on the First Amendment, seeking to lock up a 64-year-old woman because she published criticisms on Facebook of the nursing home where her mother died and made 2,000 calls to that nursing home in her mom's final 18 months to talk to her or ask about her condition. Brook Park Assistant Law Director and City Prosecutor Peter Sackett says that what the woman did is telecommunications harassment, but a raft of First Amendment lawyers in Ohio and outside have filed briefs asking Berea Municipal Court to drop the case as a clear violation of the woman's First Amendment rights. Those opposing the charges say Brook Park prosecutors are sending a message that anyone who dares criticize a business could face wrath if the business simply convinces some low-level prosecutor to file criminal charges. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is finally getting into the idea of mass vaccination centers spurred by the administration of President Joe Biden. DeWine announced Friday that the Wolstein Center in downtown Cleveland will be a FEMA mass vaccination center supplied with doses by the federal government. It will open March 17th and operate for six weeks. People will register through a central scheduling system. DeWine announced that another 15 communities throughout the state also will host vaccination sites. A lot of people have been angry with DeWine for leaving individuals to find their own vaccines from suppliers instead of making it easy with mass vaccination centers. DeWine has argued that Ohio did not have enough vaccine to justify mass centers, but now it does. Some Ohio House Republicans are again trying to roll back the state's prevailing wage rules, which set minimums for what workers on large-scale 
local government construction projects should be paid. A proposal would let local governments, colleges, universities, and other government entities opt out of the state prevailing wage rules. Senate President Matt Huffman says he does not believe such legislation would pass the Senate or even have the support of a majority of Senate Republicans. Huffman, though, has proposed similar legislation in the past. Ohio's state budget is much more flush than predicted, with tax revenues in February coming in much higher than state officials planned for. Ohio's tax revenues came in at $1.9 billion in February, compared to the $1.72 billion expected by Governor Mike DeWine's Office of Budget and Management. A major reason for the overperformance was income tax returns, much of which Budget Chief Kim Murniak said was due to a fluke based on delayed de- Headlines. But auto sales taxes were $22.9 million, or 23% above projections, while all the other sales taxes were $25.8 million, or 3.8% above projections. Murniak said December stimulus payments seemed to be a major factor and also credited declining COVID-19 cases and increased vaccinations. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 